Welcome to the Both and Motherhood podcast, where we honor the duality of being called to both making a massive impact and income through your business and really deep present motherhood. I'm your host, Kim Filippo, and I'm a mom to two amazing boys and a business coach for other female-identifying humans who are or desire to become mothers who are ready to start stepping into the life that they feel called to live and embody this duality of being called to both. I'm so glad you're here. You ready? Let's get started. I felt inspired to talk about something. Kind of like really get real with you. So the honest truth, right, about this past year, kind of behind the scenes, what's been going on in Kim's world. If you've been following me for a while, um, you might have seen things change over the last, well, two years or so. Like, I was the podcast girl, your podcast bestie. And then I did some coaching on the side. And then I kind of didn't show up at all online. <laughs> and then I, you know, I pivoted my business about a year ago to really primarily focus on coaching and less on podcast production and done-for-you work. And it took me a little while to figure out my thought leadership, my my thing, my specialty. Coaching lights me the fuck up, and I love it. I've been doing it for two and a half years now, and I've just been ready for a year to make it primary in my business. And all the while, a lot of shit has been going on at home. And I'm not going to go into all of it in detail. It's not all 100% my story to tell. Um, And some of it I'm not ready to share just yet. But for context, what I'm going to talk about today is I want to talk about choosing yourself. Because I did some reflecting on all of the like all the hard stuff and all the fear and all of the big emotions and all of the really, really hard fucking shit that has happened in the last year plus, but especially the last year, I've always continued to invest in myself and in coaching. I'm in two coaching programs this year. One, a business coaching, and one is a um, certification leadership coaching certification program that's in-depth and takes a lot of time and it's work that I felt called to do. That really helps me deepen the somatic training that I want to bring into my coaching, that I do bring into my coaching. I want to bring it deeper and tools that have really been game changers for me. Anyway, I never once like decided that that was the thing of like, I'm not going to stop investing in this, even when it didn't make any fucking sense on paper at all, not even close. And I did some reflecting recently on like, what was that? Why was that? And I wanted to share it with you because I think it applies, whether it's investing in coaching or investing in yourself in time or just choosing yourself in a variety of ways. So let me take you back here. Okay, so quick Cliff Notes version (laughs) is my background was in not in coaching or 
podcast production or anything techie. My background was in medicine. I was a physician assistant in OBGYN and pediatrics for seven years. I had my kids. I loved working in medicine until I had my kids, and I still enjoyed it. It was intellectually stimulating, which is important to me. Um, I was helping people, which was important to me. But I had my kids, and even though I went down to part-time hours three days a week, I realized quickly that it's not it was not very kid-friendly. And it honored the part of me that wanted to be, you know, intellectually stimulated as an adult and be challenged and help people and have a career and support my family. Um, even though I was married at the time, at the, at the moment, at that in that season, I was fully supporting my family with my income. My now ex-husband was in between jobs, doing a little soul searching, but it didn't at all support the very big part of me that really, really strove to be a present mother and really struggled with like wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) Um, So that part of me didn't get met. It didn't get its needs met, her needs met. And bigger than that, my kids did not do really well (laughs) with me working. I just, I got to the point where... I just had dozens too many mornings crying, crying kids off my legs when I had to leave for work. Mommy has to work. You know, mommy's mommy's late from work because patients came in late or, you know, somebody walked in and I didn't have any say in my schedule. And, you know, I couldn't be there with them, you know, when I wanted to when they were sick. And they just wanted mom and they didn't want dad. They just wanted mom and I'd call in sick and I'd get shit from my boss. And like, I felt awful. It was just too much. And there was some heavy stuff going on in my marriage at that time. And I just knew in my bones that I needed to be home. But I also knew that I needed to support my family because we were not making any other income. At the time, my ex was not in a place that he was able to support us financially. So that was really like the first big step where I chose me because I did it for me. My kids would have been fine, but I really deeply knew that I wanted to be home, that I needed to be home. And I just decided that I was going to find a fucking way to figure it out. I looked into options to work from home as a PA. Uh, This was pre-pandemic. This was 2018. So this was before everything was telemedicine all over the place and easy to do telemedicine. They had telemedicine, of course, but like the laws and we were in living in not Las Vegas at this point, the laws in Nevada were such that like it, I, I couldn't as a, with the credentials that I had, it wasn't going to work out. Universe was trying to tell me that was not what I was supposed to do, right? In hindsight. And in like desperation of like work from home jobs, Googling, and I'd come across things about like online business and VAs and I had no idea what the fuck that was. You know, long story short, I took a course and decided to start a business as a VA. And I said it was going to be a Cliff's Notes version, but there's a lot to say. Let's see if I can fast forward a little bit. I tried for several months to do it on my own. Wasn't getting any clients. Wasn't making any money. Was working a ton between my clinic job and trying to figure out the business. My brain was just like mush because I had a two and a four-year-old at the time. I didn't tell you how old the boys were. 
Um, I had a two and a four year old who needed me. And I mean, my, my kids didn't like sleep all the way through the night until they were each probably about four. They'd at least get up to like want me to hold their hand or lay with them or cuddle with them. So I had kids that really needed me and that I wanted to be there for them. And like trying to decide and figure out like how the fuck to start and get clients in an online business. I had never in my life pictured that I was going to be an entrepreneur ever. No idea what I was doing. My dad was technically an entrepreneur, had his own business, but it was a a CPA firm in like, you know, sticks and bricks, brick and mortar, whatever you call it. Office, not, I don't know anybody that had an online business, right? I was still getting the message from people of like, yeah, but like, you're not going to quit your job, right? Like, you're not going to let your license go, right? Anyway, I just was so overwhelmed. And I know this about myself. I am an external processor. I need to talk through things with people. And even though my now ex was supportive of this at the time, like he didn't understand either. And I ended up hiring a coach before I had really made any money. I think I had gotten one client and made like 600 bucks or something. And I hired a coach paying her more than I had gotten paid to work one-on-one with her and committed to six months of work with her, which for some people doesn't make sense on paper because my business couldn't pay for it. I did put it on a credit card, but I just knew that that's the support I needed to get to the life that I knew that I needed in my soul to be home and to support my family. And from that point on, I mean, a combination of like me deciding and having the support from a coach and being able to take that mental load off and having somebody in my corner and (laughs) like having a cheerleader for me and all of the things. Fast forward, like I continued basically to have a coach always. It's been now, I think I hired her in November of 2018 and now we're at mid-October of 2023. So it's been almost five years. I'm working with different coaches now, but I have had a coach of one form or another for the entire time. And some even really quite large investments. And now I know in the last couple of years in the coaching industry, there has been a lot of shit going down around coaching and especially high investment, high ticket coaching. And there's been some, unfortunately, situations where people felt pressured into them or maybe invested in high ticket coaching that didn't deliver. And like, I, I want to say like, none of this was that, like, I've never once felt pressured from a coach or I've never gone after coaching because I felt like, oh, if I pay her this much money, then, you know, then I could have this magical life or whatever. It's always just been by my gut. I've always just been like, I, I know some little inner voice in my gut says I need this support and I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. And so I did. And then I ended up scaling my business to like my now ex-husband ended up joining my business and, you know, I ended up growing the team to like, it it narrowed in on podcast production and like it blew up and like ended up over the next couple of years, I can't even, I lost track of time now, scaling it to where I looked up and I had a team of 11 people, (laughs) including my now ex-husband and some of our friends that had left their corporate jobs and like to work with me and other team. And we were serving like at one point, I think close to 30 podcast clients every week. And the business was making 
revenue consistently 20, almost up to 30K months. And at that point I had, you know, I was down working down to 20 hours or less a week. We had been traveling and, and lots of things and it was good. It was good. I started coaching and I really loved it. And this was probably, we were in the RV, digital nomading. We, um, if you don't know this story, we sold everything that we owned just about in Las Vegas in, mm, this was right before the pandemic, in December of 2019. Bought an RV. We didn't know how to drive or what to do with <laughs> and moved our family of four into it and hit the road. Anyway, we were still in the RV. We didn't know when we were going to want to settle down, where we were going to want to settle down. And just like for some reasons, like that things got really, really heavy in my marriage and personally. And like I just knew that like my kids needed to get some stability and I needed some stability. I was overwhelmed. I was working less hours at this point, but with everything going on personally and managing an agency and then trying to build you know, my coaching offers. Well, I did, you know, I had a full load of clients there too. And like, I was just overwhelmed and I'm like, I, and having to then decide where we were going to live and stay every two weeks, every one to two weeks, it was just too much. And so anyway, we settled down in here in Portland, Oregon. So this is like May, 2021. I love it here. <laughs> Still here. At this point and for a while, I mean, to be honest, things were strained working with my then husband in the business. And there was, like I said, a lot of deep, complicated stuff that like I said, I'm not ready to fully share. And it's not fully my story to share either. In an attempt to buy myself some capacity and some mental health space and him as well, I kind of really quickly pulled myself and then him out of our client work so that we could have space to focus on mental health and trying to save our marriage and other things. And at that point, my then husband actually left the business. I'm losing track of time. That summer, I think it was actually the following summer. So my then husband actually left the business a year later, kind of abruptly and like we didn't have the chance to like methodically plan it out and make sure everything was working well. So anywho, because I hadn't prepared my business, here's the honest truth. I hadn't, my business was profitable, highly profitable, and it was doing well. My clients adored me and the team. It was like I had clients coming in from referrals. I loved the work I was doing. I had admin support, like an OBM. It was fantastic. And... I didn't know then what I know now about finances around an agency. And I didn't know, I didn't, I, I, you don't know what you don't know, right? So I pulled this out too quickly for the business to sustain it. And the business started hurting financially. It makes sense now in hindsight. In that time, I didn't have capacity to figure that out. So as things in my marriage were getting worse and worse and um, trying to hold that, and just started, you know, I had started my own deep healing journey. This was spring of 2022. By the fall of 2022, so about this time last year, things in my marriage were not good. 
hadn't been good for a while most of the time, but like really not good. And my business was really hurting. (laughs) My business was the sole income again, still. And I had to make some really tough choices because it couldn't sustain financially. The team that we had, clients on older, like it just couldn't sustain it and sustain our income, like to pay for even our house. And I made a lot of hard decisions. I cut team, I changed pricing, I did different things. Not once like did I (laughs) consider like, oh, like I'm going to stop coaching. (laughs) And I had to reflect on that. Like, you know, even when I got to the point where I had to go to my then husband and say, hey, like my business is going through a hard time as we go through this, like I need some help. And um, he wasn't in a place where he was able to do that at the time. I continued to have a coach. I mean, I had obviously changed, you know, I had, you know, had shifted coaches at some point to based on like what I needed in the moment, like meaning I invested um, in a coach that really helped me with the deep healing work and my business as well. And then as that was getting better, more, more, I get into business. But even when then at that point I realized I needed to basically scale my business way, way back, like basically just like bare bones and then eventually just back down to me by the beginning of this year, 2023, just so I could like try and pay our bills. We ended up going through some really, really, really hard financial times this year and emotional times. And I still invested in coaching. And I didn't question it because, well, I mean, I thought about it, but what I mean by that is like, it was just like this deep knowing (laughs) that this is what I feel like I need and this is what's helping me get through. And this is what's helping me emotionally and in the business and all the things. And I need this support and I'm going to continue to pay this support. I will figure the fuck out otherwise. I'll figure everything else out. So anyway, suffice it to say, like, we separated. A lot of shit happened in the spring. I'm now divorced (laughs) and a single mom for the last six months. And... um. It was really, really hard financially this year and emotionally. And I have always just kind of like, I'm going to figure out a fucking way. Just like I did from the very beginning. I'm like, I'm going to figure out a way. I forgot to say that at the very beginning. That like, I did not want to put the coaching on credit card. I had just paid off all my debt. But I knew I need, I wanted this. I needed this. It was for me and for my vision of what I wanted. And I just said, all right, I'm going to pay for one month. And I'm going to just figure the fuck out and I'm going to make enough money to pay her the next month. And I did and I did and I did and I did. And I was invited to reflect on this recently because this is something that I don't want to make light of it. It is a really big decision to invest in something like coaching. Even when you have plenty of money, it's a big decision. It's a big investment. Investing in yourself feels very different than buying something, right? And that brings up all kinds of shit. And it's scary, right? It brings up fear around trusting ourselves and trusting our business, trusting that we can show up for this investment, trusting that it'll work for us, trusting that we'll get what we want out of it. 
even if you have technically on paper have plenty of money. Now, when you actually on paper have do not have the money, <laughs> it can definitely bring up a lot of stuff. There's a lot of security feelings that come around money, and that's very normal. And I have them too. And my go-to has always been, I'm an, I want this, I choose this, I'm going to choose this for myself. And I'm going to figure out a fucking way to make it work. And I'd have over and over and over again. And I've not without even really thinking too much about it, chosen myself in this over and over and over and over again. Because although I also went through a phase and I'm still healing it, but like where, you know, it's strug- I struggled to trust other people. I do deeply trust myself. I don't know that I always knew that I did. In fact, I got it tattooed on my arm at some point in the beginning of my business because I knew that I was like stuck where I wasn't trusting myself. I wasn't trusting my business. I wasn't trusting my then husband around like the support around this. And I have done a lot of work to where I really now deeply trust myself. But I think I've always kind of known that. (laughs) And I mean, I struggle with enoughness and worthiness as much as the next girl. Trust me. Trust me. I deal with it all the fucking time. And yeah, so I had to think on it. Like I struggle to give myself permission to buy fucking underwear for myself, but I will go spend thousands of dollars on coaching. Why? And it's that I'm just not willing to give up on myself or what I want. I may not know exactly what that dream looks like. I definitely did not picture myself being here as a single mom. But at the end of it, all of it was what I've now really centered in and honed in on like this is the work that I do this is what was a game changer for me this is what I'm really here to help other women on the planet get as well is this like both and fulfillment right we get to be both present fulfilled moms and humans and present and profitable and fulfilled business owners like I said at the beginning, those that's what was I was struggling with in my PA careers. Like I couldn't do both. And, you know, the part of me that wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, the, the motherhood part would have been fulfilled, but not the other part. And I just kept choosing that for myself, that like this is what I fucking want and I'm going to fucking figure it out. <laughs> and it wasn't easy. I didn't happen overnight, but I got here. I'm here. And I just, I don't know. I just knew how important it was for me to have that sounding board, to have a cheerleader in my corner, to have somebody that always believed in me that would call me out on my shit. That has been so super helpful uh, to catch things that I can't see that are keeping me, where I'm keeping myself stuck. And I knew, I just knew, even though I'd never ever even heard of a business coach before I started this work of like, I can't do it alone. And so I can either stay stuck. I feel like I want to start crying. I can either stay stuck where I'm at. And this has been at different phases, right? This has been working in medicine, crying all the fucking time because I'm miserable. My kids are miserable. Like, is this it? Or at parts in my business where I was overworking and not fulfilling 
the side of motherhood that I wanted to or when I was in a really dysfunctional, honestly toxic marriage at, you know, the end of it, especially, and wanting more, wanting, like having this deep knowing without even really thinking about it that like I was meant for more. Doesn't have to be big and flashy. I don't have to like write books or talk on stages or have, you know, be famous. It's just like, I just always felt called to like, there's something there. And like, I get one fucking life. My mom died when she was 53. My aunt, who was like second closest mother figure to me, died also at 53 several years later. I'm 40. We get one life. That's it. There are no guarantees, you know? And it just, that has been very real for me. And I don't know. I don't, I take it for granted. This is just who I am, but like, I'm just not willing. I've settled in a lot of areas in my life. And the older I get and the more experience I have, the more I just decide that that's, I'm not, I'm not willing to stay stuck. I'm not willing to spend my life staying stuck. I'm going to reach for what I want and what I feel called to do and what I feel called to have and what I feel called to be. And part of that is both and, right? That's why I created this podcast. Present and profitable. Both a you know strong present mother, fulfilled, and a healing, strong, fulfilled, present human and a present, fulfilled, profitable CEO who is making an impact in the world one woman at a time. And also making money and building wealth for my family so that I can give my kids a healthier relationship to money and I can give money to causes that I feel really strongly about and that I can support friends and family when they need support. God knows there have been times when I've needed it and I've been in the receiving place and I just cannot wait to like get back in a position where I can be in the giving place. And really just to enjoy life, enjoy this life, help other people make an impact both financially and with my work and through raising emotionally mature children who, be, well, children who become emotionally mature adults and have lived their lives. And I'm just not willing to stay stuck. And I know that for me, having a coach, having the right coach for me, is a non-negotiable for me. And having that community and that support of peers that I've, you know, maybe are fellow coaching clients or, you know, so I've gone through one-on-one coaching. I've been in masterminds. I've been in group programs. I do think one-on-one coaching is the shit. Masterminds can be also really, really fucking cool. And I love the one I'm in now. I just continue to choose myself and invest in myself again and again and again. And I never give up. Even though there have been times, trust me, there have been times that were fucking hard. Really fucking hard. Times when I felt like burning it down and just giving up and just, you know, 
go and getting a regular job or going back to medicine or whatever didn't last long because I know that that's not where I'm meant to be. I just refuse to shrink anymore. I refuse to stay stuck in the life that I was in. And this is what I feel called to help women in as well. You get to choose you. It is not easy, but it is so worth it. (laughs) You are so worthy of choosing yourself. And the beauty in it, the the results, the the life so good it doesn't make sense comes from choosing yourself when it's hard. Making the decision to leave my marriage was not easy. Making the decision to leave a career where I had really good income and in general work I enjoyed. It wasn't like super fulfilling compared to like what I do now, but like to leave that, that wasn't easy. To choose to sell everything and live life now and not wait until we fucking retired and figure out how to travel when my kids were still young enough that they think we're cool and wanted to spend time with us all the time was not easy. Figuring out how to run a business, figuring out how to like step into a leadership role and hire a team because trust me, like considering myself a leader (laughs) five years ago, four, three years ago, even two years ago, or somebody that was like, capable of leading a team of people was not something I would have said about myself. But I figured it out. I got support. I also did the work, inner and outer. I figured it the fuck out. I decided I'm not giving up because that is the path to the both and for me. I have to figure out how to delegate. I have to figure out how to have a team because I need the profit for my family and my goals. And I need the presence for my sanity and my family and the part of me that wants to be a mother, right? that loves being a mother and that wants the the version of motherhood that I want, right? And when you choose you, you decide that you don't have to shrink anymore. You don't have to give it up. You don't have to just stay in the life that you're in if that's not what you're feeling called to do. Now, if you're in a life that is fucking amazing and you feel like you're there, I'm not suggesting that you have to change anything. But if you're feeling like I have felt at different phases over the last five years plus, like it's good or it's okay, but it feels like there's something more for you, I invite you to choose yourself. Whether that's investing in coaching or therapy or finding a friend group that you can spend time with and get support or investing in a babysitter so that you can have time to yourself or with your partner if you have one or focus on your business, whatever. I invite you to believe and decide that it's possible that you get to have it, even if you don't know exactly what it's going to look like, even if you don't know exactly when you're going to get it. It's going to feel hard and scary when you stretch outside of your comfort zone. And our comfort zones are what keep us emotionally safe. A whole nother episode I can do on that. Not what's actually what our highest self is called to do. 
usually, pretty much always. So because it feels scary, because it feels hard, because your brain wants to find all the fucking reasons why you shouldn't or why you can't do it, I invite you to see those as thoughts and know that they, I have them too. I've had them over and over and over and over and over again. And you still get to choose you. You still get to heal and take up space and expand into the life you were meant to live, whether I'm not suggesting that that means you have to start a business or you have to get divorced or you have to do whatever. That may or may not happen. It just, you know, you were worthy of a life so fucking good. It doesn't make sense, both in and outside of your business. You're worthy of a business so fucking good. It doesn't make sense. You're worthy of a life and a motherhood experience so good. It doesn't make sense. You are so fucking worthy. Anyway, so just to sum that up, thanks for hanging in with me if you're still here. (laughs) It was really kind of fun to reflect on that, actually. I don't give myself credit for it enough. But I will tell you now, and I'm still on my journey of rebirth, right? But I'm six months past the separation, several months past the official divorce now. My business is pivoted to where it's really where I feel aligned and I'm rebuilding things my way this time. Completely my way. Started off, that's a long story, but my kids and I are happy. I am more at peace than I've ever been in my whole life. Over the last year, even when I started to choose myself a year ago and all of the hard that got me here, I was already then starting to feel the peace and starting to feel presence, actually. Instead of anxiety and hypervigilance all the time, which was my normal. And I see it in my kids. I see the work that I've done and the modeling that I've done, um, healing and choosing myself and showing them how to set boundaries and how to hold boundaries and how to do hard things. I see it paying off. I see it showing up in them already. They're seven and nine now. They're amazing fucking little humans. And there was a while, there was a little bit where I did need to focus on the impact and the ripple effect for my kids around some of the decisions that I had to make, some of the hard decisions I had to make, some of the choosing myself that didn't make sense on paper. I had to see forward of like, what message am I sending my kids? How am I impacting them? What am I showing them as possible for people in their future for them? Because that was easier at certain points than saying, I just want it to be better. I just want this because I want it to be better. So invitation, if that helps leverage a little bit, Think about the ripple effect. And I'm going to continue to choose myself. I am, like I said, I am not yet in the financial position that I want to be in. Again, now on this rebirth phase of my life. But I am on my way. And I want to bring you along with me. And... The thing is, it was actually the choosing myself and the healing and the nervous system regulation, all the things that I do in my coaching with my clients because it was a huge game changer for me. The inner work, the support, 
that actually has enabled me to feel presence and peace and fulfilled and happy (laughs) and stable and secure now when my financial situation is nowhere near fucking where I want it to be and nowhere near my goal yet. I couldn't mindset my way there of like, I feel safe. Like it took, it took work. I'm not going to lie. It took a lot of fucking work. a lot of fucking inner work, a lot of fucking death of old parts, death of stories, death of parts of my life that weren't serving me and to give space to this rebirth era. I'm in my rebirth era. But choosing myself and choosing to continue to invest in coaching and choosing to listen to my heart about which coaching I needed in the moment helped me to clear all of that path, helped me to get here, helped me to expand my capacity to hold all of the hard shit. And that also expands my capacity to hold all of the good that I now have. And then I'm continuing to create in my life. And it just gets to get better and better from here because I chose myself. So I'm a totally open book. If you have any questions at all, DM me on Instagram. I, it is a hundred percent me. Um, they are answering everything and I'm an open book. So I'm here for you. If you have any questions, if there's something you want me to go deeper into, if you need to be witnessed in anything, let me know. And if you would love some support, If choosing yourself is choosing, investing in coaching to help you create the both and in your life, the presence and profit, the fulfillment as a mother and as a business owner, and something I've said resonated with you and you want to have a conversation, I would love to talk to you. There's a link in the show notes to book a free coaching call. Right now I've got a handful of free coaching calls, 45 minutes together. We're going to focus on presence and profit in your life. We're going to look at where the leaky energy is happening in your business that is going forward into your life and keeping you from being present and keeping you from being profitable in your business. And I'm going to identify that for you and hold you in it and guide you to where to focus on so that you can get back to being present and profitable. And it's completely free. Come book a call with me if you're unsure if that's a good fit for you or not. Just send me a DM. Thank you for being here. I believe in you. I see you. I love you. I'll see you next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with a friend and leave a rating or review for me in Apple Podcasts or Spotify so more mamas can find this podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. See you next week. Love ya.